0: You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber
1: and Cordell Stewart.
2: Matt, I'll start with you. Let's get things going with an overview. Tell us about the After the Impact Fund and how you got involved. Obviously, it's important to you to be on the board of directors.
0: Yeah, After the Impact Fund pairs retired military men and women with retired football players and creates a comprehensive, personalized treatment plan for each of them. But they go through the treatment together. And what we found is through a pilot program that the patients actually heal better, faster and stronger because there's a mutual respect between those two populations. They're wired the same way. And you know, a bunch of football players can sit around and talk about their problems. And everyone's kind of, like, yeah, yeah, you know, I get it. But if, if you're a football player and you're paired with a, with a military service person, and, I mean, there's, there's a respect there. It's like, hey, I'm here for you. I'm not going to let you down. You're not going to let me down. And they, the results were amazing. So we launched after the Impact Fund uh, using that model, and, it's, and it's, it's been working well.
3: It's funny. You, you hear athletes sometimes, you know, mention I'm a soldier, and some people take offense to it. But when you look at it from a relative standpoint, would both the athlete – goes through from the age of 7 and maybe retiring at 35 and the things the after effects it's the same with the military men and women the after effects of having to go through certain things. It's almost like, what do you draw from to get that same, let's just say, excitement? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when you don't get it, you deal with withdrawals. And before you get certain type of reactions, is that where you're stemming from when you've taken these groups of people, military and also athletes, couple them together to have the same common goal, which is trying to get better or just have the same stories to tell?
0: Yeah. Well, similar stories to tell. I mean, I mean, certainly, you know, medical aside, we you were know, talking about TBI and PTSD and real problems, but there is, there's psychological issues too. Too, right, like like yeah. identity. Uh, as, as players, our identity exactly, is, is largely yeah. wrapped up in playing football. Same thing with service people. Uh, and then, and then, and when it's over, it's over. And then, where do you find that camaraderie? Where do you find that bond? Where do you find that? Hey, I'm part of something bigger than myself. What's the goal? You know, what are we trying to do? There's there's the, there's that sense of loss when, when you're done with both of them. And I think that's why that's why this that's why this model works because the two populations are wired in the same way. Mm-hmm. Also joined by Art Pew, who's also on
2: the board of directors of the After the Impact Fund. Thank you for your service. When you talk to your brethren, what has their experience been like what feedback are you getting
1: yeah Cordell you nailed it I mean that transition out it has been a big hurdle and and we see these two communities that as you mentioned we, well, I played football growing up it was part of my life and then transitioning in the military we got a lot of, a lot of men and women that are going at seventeen years old doing 20 plus year careers mm-hmm. and stepping out and dealing with some issues some traumatic uh, brain injuries some some of those hidden injuries that uh, that are both in the in the in the world of, of, of professional athletes and in veterans and um, It's a struggle. And and building that community around them, building the support networks, organizations like After the Impact Fund are helping address those. They're building custom treatments to identify the the true needs of the individual and the family as well. The whole family unit's imperative, and we're addressing that. How hard is it sometimes, because pride does kick
3: in with some of these people, men or women, and sometimes you don't, you, you know, as an athlete, oh, nothing's wrong with me, I'm good. But then you have those symptoms that draw to things like the CTEs of the world and different things uh, that you sometimes don't want to talk about. But when addressing those issues, how hard is it to get these guys to just be 100% and just really let it go and so that they can get the proper help they need so that they can actually move on and try to get as close to a normal life as possible.
0: It's a big challenge getting these people to reach out and ask for help, to admit that they need help. You're right. We think we can kind of get through anything. <laughs> we'll fight our way through anything. Yep. So hopefully with, with what we've done with With with, with the men and women that we've helped, um, you know, pushing that message out there, uh, having them try to communicate that to the communities that, hey, it's okay to ask for help. Doesn't make you less of a man or less of a woman or less of a hero. Um, You know, we're, we're, we're talking about real issues here, TBI, PTSD, and, you know, you're broken you're broken you're not gonna be able to fix yourself but we can help and uh as as one of our one of our patients uh so eloquently said you can fix something that's broken you're not you're not helpless you're not hopeless you just you need help and so and and so and so hopefully we're breaking down those barriers and 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 encouraging people and making it more acceptable to say hey i I can't do this alone
2: Art, how did you and matt hook up how did this
1: relationship develop so Matt and I were uh, fortunate enough to both serve on the board of After the Impact Fund, and um, so we met through that initially, and then uh, just a few months ago, I guess last summer, we were thrown out into the uh, the Moab Desert together to go through a, a, a series of challenges and events, repelling, mountain climbing, uh, backpacking, and camping, and just had a, a lot of fun. And it was a little microcosm of what these two populations are like. And Cordell, uh, to your point earlier, it's hard to open up, and, and we've got alphas in all these worlds, and but pairing's like-minded people from different communities. What after the impact fund has shown is they open up more. So two football players get together. It's it's who's bigger, who's better. two ve- veterans get together. It's always who can one up, but you put a football player with a veteran. There's the level of humility that steps in and you want to learn about the other and it opens those doors. So that's been tremendously successful. Well, it becomes
3: instant respect because every, everybody's story becomes extremely intriguing. Uh, when you really break it down in a nutshell, is there a number that you guys are looking for for is the patience? Uh, that's the right term to use in this case to to have on the team to, to be able to take care and put them in a in a good position.
0: Well, unfortunately, there's thousands of people that need help, so right. you know, we'll, we'll help as many as we can, as as as, as much funds as we have. Right. Um, so, and we, we urge people just to, to learn more about our mission. Go to AfterTheImpactFund.org. Uh, you can check us out. You can watch that little adventure that Arden and I did. Yeah, let's
1: did, talk in the about desert. that some
2: more. I don't want to give away the payoff, but was this a real competition?
0: I, I wouldn't say it was a competition. A
2: collaboration.
1: Competition. It's always a competition. <laughs> oh, oh, well, well, listen. He now.
0: okay, okay. Green beret mm. football player. Oh, competition. We're, oh, okay, please. no, we're, we're dropping you in the desert. Uh, you're gonna sleep Figure under the stars. Out. You're gonna rappel down cliffs. Who do you think had the advantage? I'm on team Art. Yeah. So I said, I said that's fine, and you can watch. And you, you know what? The video doesn't lie. If I mean, if, if we were getting graded, Art would have had an A plus plus. I was probably C minus. But I said, the next adventure, we're gonna put some pads on and go out on the football field. Ooh, I'm gonna run God. you through some drills. All right. Oklahoma time. Yeah.
3: So when you guys did come together, like how did you guys have to somewhat take a couple of steps back to come to a common ground to figure out what you were trying to accomplish?
1: Well, we, um, out there through these challenges, we, we saw the, the similarities between each and uh, between both of us and the communities that we came from. But we were able to dedicate this experience to somebody who's important in our lives and someone is meaningful. And I dedicated mine to Chris Falco, a guy that is a dear friend of mine or was a dear friend of mine. He ultimately gave his life serving his country in Afghanistan. And that was, uh, that, that allowed us to kind of separate ourselves to rise above the event and really, really reflect back on those that have given so much for us. And I,
0: I did someone probably, you know, Cordell, O.J. Bergantz. Yeah, I dedicated yes, to yeah, O.J., yeah. great uh, Ravens legend who mm. uh, who's battling ALS uh, courageously mm. and uh, learned so much from him in my time with the Ravens. So Good much, man. so much wisdom. Good I man. mean, so much wisdom Good. in that man. And uh, and so, yeah, so our, that, that was right. That, that, that sort of tempered the competition level because we were out there dedicating it and, and honoring other people
2: focusing on the After the Impact Fund. Tremendous work being done for more information. Check out the website and please do consider donating. It's after the impact fund.org. Matt, last one for me. This is the football show. We talk football 52 weeks. And we think about all this sport has given Cordell and it's given me a career as a broadcaster. But what do you think the future of this sport looks like with what we know now? And I'm sure no regrets. No. Right. I mean, it's given no. you life. It's given you identity. It's given you wonderful things in return yet. There's a trade-off in anything in life.
0: Yeah, you know, it's I think football's getting a bad rap right now. Certainly. All the things that we've learned the last 7-8 years uh, can be scary and a bit sobering, but also very helpful. You look at how far the game has come from from rules, from culture, I mean all this, the game has never been safer. And 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 you know and, and and that's paramount. Certainly at the NFL level, but we're talking about 2.3 million kids playing football, 1.2 million high school kids playing football. Obviously, we want them to gain if, if I never played in the NFL and I I can tell you this, but even if I never played in the NFL, I would look at playing football as one of the one of one of the most important experiences I ever had. The things I learned about myself, the things I learned from other people, life skills, character value, all those things we talk about. And if you've played, you know what I'm talking about. Every knows so i think the future is bright because football it's much more than a sport it's an important institution in our country that helps make men and i know there's millions of people that love it and and we'll make sure that 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 it succeeds and uh again nothing but good is is coming out of these these conversations and the scientific research uh, because because we are making the game better and safer for for generations to come well
2: said we appreciate the time and the insights and keep up the very good work thanks guys appreciate it gentlemen